Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast, so uh, it's just me today. I've got some uh, possibly games, movies and TV, depending on what I've been getting up to this week. Uh, and then there will be something from the week, so uh, it's kind of a, a weekly roundup of stuff. Uh, if you're not checking us out on YouTube, I mean, why not? YouTube, isn't it? If you do, um, if you could subscribe, that would be super cool. And uh, if you click for notifications, you'll be informed when new content is available. Thanks. So here we go. This is a cookie cast, the darkest timeline podcast. Right, I'm tempted to get set up. Maybe it was that. Hmm. <sighs> Things are afoot at Circle K. Hello, how are you doing? You well? Um, brace yourself, people. Honestly, don't know what this uh, podcast is going to be like. Um, weirdly. Uh, not going to do a massive amount of talking around lockdown, um, which a lot of people would think, oh goody, it's going to be a, a light-hearted podcast, an upbeat podcast, we're going to talk about positive and healthy things. No, it's probably going to be worse than that. Um, long time ago, 50-something episodes ago, more than 50-something episodes ago, people were like, why have you called the podcast the darkest timeline um and in the first few episodes it was explained why this podcast was called the darkest timeline um i truly believe that this is the darkest timeline and i believe that as each day passes there is more and more evidence of that being the case so that was that um spawned off the back of a community episode which ultimately has led to some of the cast members of community releasing their own podcast and no surprises calling it the darkest timeline podcast um i clearly have the name first obviously they have rights to that name we're not talking about that what we're talking about is i can't get dave batista on my podcast um we're not talking about that either we're talking about the fact that the reason the podcast is called The Darkest Timeline Podcast is because this is, without any doubt, the darkest timeline. Do I need to reference any recent pandemics? <coughs> but like I say, we're not here to discuss pandemics. We're here to discuss the fact that in the last week, we have seen things emerge. The killing of George Floyd by a police officer. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I can't talk too much about it because I don't know enough about it in certain respects. And I can't overly explain it, but it makes me incredibly upset. Um, 
I don't know how much I'll be able to talk about it as it is because it makes me incredibly upset. Um, so there's that. Um, in the last week there has been the video of the woman walking her dog in a park in New York. And what unfolded from that, there has been a video of a man attempting to stop, I think it was four um, black guys in a um, corporate gym, wanting membership from them, threatening to find the police, all of this, um, and what's come off the back of that. Um, so yeah, um, more evidence that this is the darkest timeline. Uh, like I said, um, George Floyd was killed by a police officer who knelt on his neck for a long time with his hands in his pockets whilst George Floyd was handcuffed on the ground pleading with the police officer saying that he couldn't breathe. Um, an ambulance has later turned up and it's been said that when George Floyd got to the hospital, some time after he had passed away. Um, there are a variety of things. Things have come out about there's been an autopsy, which apparently they cannot list the number of medical, un unknown medical conditions that he had, unknown to him or anybody else. Um, I think I saw a list that had four hefty medical conditions on there obviously off the back of that people are talking about the fact that they uh, the medical examiner has clearly fabricated those to make it look better um the video is horrific the video is absolutely horrific um it's murder there's no there's no other way to to say it it's murder um and it was witnessed by other officers and members of the public, friends. Um, he was an activist. Um, people say you don't know what was going on before the video started rolling. No, you don't. But you know what happened in the video? A man died. Um, a son. A, you know, possibly a brother. Possibly a father. I don't. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if I saw something about him being a gay rights activist. I don't know. I don't know that. Like I said, the problem for me is that I don't know enough about it. I have since been obsessed. Um, I've got to come away from Twitter because I am just glued to watching videos of the riots, the subsequent riots. There was, at one point, I was like, oh, there's been three days of non-stop rioting in... Minneapolis, which I believe is where it happened. Um, and then I saw a video last night which was just horrific. Um, and it was entitled, Who is this protecting? Who is this serving? And it was just clips cut together of police brutality throughout these protests. And it's just horrific. Police Two police cars, like the big 4x4 SUV types, running over an entire crowd of people. 
a horse running someone over, somebody getting bare maced by a dude for just walking down the street, a gang of police officers just pushing this guy down the street, pushing him over, and people picking him up and stuff. And he wasn't particularly doing anything. You don't know both sides of stories, but non-stop police brutality. The protests then moved to LA. Unfortunately, in LA, those protests have turned into looting, and apparently every report of anybody looting is said to be white, and the stores that are being looted are Gucci. Feels a little bit like people using an excuse of something horrific to do something bad. There are protests everywhere, uh, as far reaching as Germany, I believe there was something in London. Um, people are saying that people need to be watching the Killer Mike video. Um, that I've, I've, I've only been able to watch the start of that, it's just, again, incredibly emotional. Um, I can't believe this is the world that we live in. I know that there was this huge thing around Trump being elected and, you know, racism being brought back. And, you know, I own, I, I'm, I am a white man that lives in England. Um, I don't, I don't know anything of racism. Um, I know, I know, I know stuff of sexism. I've, uh, I've, I've been, I've seen, and, and you know, uh, the the sexism is quite bad. Um, but I know nothing of of racism, and I can't imagine like there's stories like pe people of of colour trying to get across what it's like in their everyday lives. And I know that this is largely an American thing. Um, but being afraid to walk down the street alone, um, just, it's beyond heartbreaking. It's, it's just too much to, to be in a situation where this is a thing. There was another video I saw about, again, a gang of police officers walking down the street screaming at the people that were filming to get in their houses and then they just started shooting paint bullets at them. All they were doing was standing outside the house filming this mob of armed police. Um, a lot of police are enforcing curfews to try and get on top of this. It's, it's utter, utter madness. And this is the world that we live in, and again, I know this is largely American, but I'm not, and I'm not saying that this doesn't happen in England. But I don't think I don't think it happens anywhere near the level that it does in America, and how accepted it is. Um, it's it's just beyond comprehension. It really is. Which brings us nicely on to the video of the woman in a New York park. Apparently in this park there are signs up everywhere. 
those signs say dogs must be kept on a leash a lead a leash her dog is off the lead an avid bird watcher uh, has not approached her but has sort of called across to her that the dog should be on the her, on a lead and what has then ensued is the woman who is wearing a mask obviously for the pandemic um, uh, basically uh, strangling the dog which is just a bizarre thing she's got the dog by the collar rather than being on its lead got it by the collar and is basically lifting it off the ground that in itself is bad enough to watch um, and she, she's like I'm going to phone the police and tell them that an African American man is threatening my life and it's like oh oh really um, these women these women are called Karens and apparently a, a Karen is a um, middle aged white woman um, has a certain type of haircut and is the type of person that always asks to speak to the manager so that they can flaunt their white privilege uh, but I love this I love these terminologies like what was it last week or the week before it was boomers now we've got Karens um, I like these 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 words that are able to describe these groups of, of people um, anyway she had, this, this woman ends up phoning the police and she's like, I'm in this park, this this African-American man is threatening me. And you can tell that the police are like, well, how is this person threatening you? In what way are they threatening you? That's a bit of a vague statement. Um, so she repeats herself, and uh, like two or three times she repeats herself. And then there is a point where she drops the phone on the floor and starts screaming that her life is in danger and she's being threatened by an african-american man in the process of you know all this is going on that she's strangling the dog the dogs i'm surprised the dog doesn't pass out at some point and in the process of all this she puts the dog on its lead and the guy fell and is like thank you that's that there's all uh, you know various posts about this various follow-ups i'd seen something that said that she'd lost her job and the dog had been taken to an, into an animal shelter and so on and so forth when i'd read the actual post the actual information the article about it, it mentioned nothing about that um so there's that um and then there's the video of the guy trying to stop for young black men entering like a corporate gym, it's like a, a building where there's various various different offices on various different floors and I presume you rent those floors or those offices. Uh, but there is a, a gym in the building. They've entered the gym. The man has who is in there has stopped them and proceeded to tell them that he's going to phone the police because he doesn't believe that they should be there, demanding to see uh, key fobs and all this and the other. Um, Obviously, it's been videoed, been released, and he has subsequently lost his job. He then went on to post something, um, not necessarily an apology, just uh, he was trying to post his side of the story, where he, it starts by saying, to start with, I was in a bad mood that day, and it's like, 
cracking start, mate. Um, he has lost his job, um, which it's fine. It's all well and good, but it just nothing. None of none of it feels like it's enough. Um, again, I, you know, I keep going back to this. This is this is American stuff, but it's it's world stuff. Um, it's heartbreaking. It's all heartbreaking. I can't believe this is the world we live in. Um, this is definitely the darkest timeline. Um, this week's a this week's a difficult week. Um, it's an emotional week uh, for me personally. Um, I got I've got stuff to do this week. It's quite emotional stuff. Um, got to put one big boy pants on for tomorrow. Um, so there's that. Um, so yeah, uh, today was quite an emotional day. Um, on top of that, a multitude of stresses and strains um various work related issues and um yeah it, it's feeling like a little bit like it's too much at the moment um i'm hoping that this this is going to pass um you know, that, that kind of, you know, I've got to get through this week so that I can get to next week um, and see what that might, you know, what what's next week going to hold. Um, but, you know, you've got to keep getting out, you've got to keep doing it. Um, this week's an emotional week, next week might not be. Um, got a plethora of things to, to, to do this week to take... Um, have a mind off stuff podcasting with you guys now um i've got wrestling podcast with getting over guys on wednesday i think i've got a thing with um harriet mike skyland back end of the week um, trying to just sort of get stuff in for the weekend, maybe. Um, yeah, you know, you got you got to have the good with the bad. You got to have the rough with the smooth. I was trying to explain to uh, two of my children the other day that if you work hard, if you do a good job, if you can be proud of the work you've done, you should get a treat. So if you clean the car and it's sparkling. You can have a drink. I don't mean like a drink or what I mean like, you know, you can go and buy a drink. Or have an ice cream or something like that. So I'm trying to do the same for me. I'm trying to do, um, you know, I've got the tough stuff to do. So I'm trying to do it with the with the good stuff as well. Um, so yeah. Something that I wanted to talk about. Let, let's start picking it up. Let's get a little bit better, more, a little bit more upbeat, shall we? Um, something I wanted to talk about. Uh, recently, I've had uh, my fourth, fifth DVD clear out in the last three, 
four years. Um, the first one was humongous. Like it went from it was like at least half, if not more. Then there's been another one since then, and another one, and another one. It's getting harder to do now, uh, but I believe that DVD is a uh, a largely dead format. Um, there's stuff I own on DVD that I can't get rid of because I won't be able to replace it. So those things go in the can't get rid of pile. But now we are getting down to the bare bones. Something that I thoroughly enjoyed was the amount of space it freed up. Um, you know, to put more things on the shelves. Um, anyway, uh, so off the back of this, I'm attempting, as I've said this before, I know, um, I've been in, attempting to not buy Blu-rays. So, if something comes out, let me think of it, uh, Jane Silent Bob Reboot, when that was released, it was like, I will buy that. I think it was £15. Um, it, you know, £15 ain't going to break the bank most of the time. And it's a film that I will watch um, more than once. Worth owning, because let's put it this way, if you're going to rent it, it's going to cost you five, three, four, five pounds a time. By the time you've rented it two or three times, you might as well bought it. That's the principle. However, we're now trying to go the other way. So, I have rented a series of films in the last few weeks, and I tell you this, I am glad I have rented them. Feels a bit like we're going back in time, but going back to the blockbuster kind of days, you know, going to the video shop and renting a movie. Um, obviously, there are other means of getting films. Um, I think they are referred to in my circle as a totally legitimate copy of the movie. But I don't, I don't, I don't bother with. Um, getting films from the internet let's say uh, I don't do that anymore used to um, but once they increased the release schedule of films from up to like they went from like six months to three months or something it, it was just more hassle than it was worth so I was just I would just buy a load of stuff now I'm trying not to do that because what I've what I find and what I've been talking to you guys about is that I very rarely watch something more than once 15 quid, 20 quid, you know, if it's 4K sort of thing, and you only watch it once, it's a lot of money. And then ultimately I'm going to, you know, stick it in a box and send it off to somewhere and get 3 quid for it if I'm lucky. So I've rented a series of films. One of them I'm going to talk to you about today, and I'm bloody glad I rented it. I still feel I was ripped off. Um, <clears throat> there was the Le Mans. I rented that. And I rented something else. I can't think what it was. You guys will know. I told you about it. So what I wanted to say was, renting movies, I feel like it might be coming back in some ways. And I feel like that might not be that bad of a thing. Um, so yeah. If there's something out there that you think, uh, I'm unsure about that. I think I'll like it, but I don't know. Maybe consider renting it. Just 
just throwing it out there, just an idea. Right. Um, last week, sorry, I'm just looking through, I'm, I'm lost on the list about where I actually am. Uh, last week, talking about Petlers Pet Hate, new segment, Petlers Pet Hate, totally said it's probably never going to last, so, um, you know, don't, don't count on it. But here we are, a week later, Pet Love, Pet Hate. Um, I've got a pet hate written down here, but I'm going to save it because I think it deserves to be used later. And this very evening, I've found, found something that I have a pet hate for more. Pet love. I can't, you know, a, a pet love has to be, to me, something that you love, but you can't explain why. Emptying packets. Can't explain the deal there. I love it. You know when you're like um, the one uh, the one example I can give the most is if you got like a pack of for me it's like a pack of corn uh, and you look in it it's like oh there's only one slice left in there uh, I'll just eat that no 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 and then I'm like ooh I can put the empty packet on the side ready for recycling freeze up space in the fridge I mean you know how odd. It's a little bit odd. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's a bit odd. Um, pet hate. So I had one, and then I was like, I was doing some, something earlier. And I was like, no, I hate this more. When you text it on your phone, I've got an iPhone. What is it? Wow, how helpful! It's an iPhone. Oh, it's a X iPhone X. Doesn't say it. It's an iPhone X, and I have that predictive texting where there's the bar where like you start typing and then like three possible words come up and you press it. So I'll be like, I'll be writing like whichever. So it's like W H I, and it'll say whichever, and then I'll go to press it and it changes the word to who. So then I press it and I'm like, oh, you know, who, rather than, oh, you know, whichever. And then, like, then you've got to delete it, then you've got to try putting it back in, then you've got to get the right word. It's, you know, the predictive text element is supposed to be, it's supposed to ease your life, but actually makes it twice as long and more difficult. So that is this week's Petal of Pet Hate. Pet Hate. I'm just on the water this evening, kids. Um, been trying to drink more water. I drink a lot of water. I think I drank about three litres of water the other day. And that was during the day. Probably drank another, at least another litre that evening. Um, so, me and my eldest have been reading the second of the Narnia Chronicles, so we were reading The Lion, Witch and the Wardrobe, the most famous of all the books. Um, the only one of them that I'd already read, um, even though I used to own all of them. 
um, it's taken us it's taken months to read we were reading two chapters a fortnight and that was for a while and then she got a book that she was reading to me uh, so I was like right I'll tell you what I'll read you read uh, some of your book to me and I'll read one chapter of your book to you that way she's uh, I'm doing the you know listening to her reading out loud and she um, she's reading something that she enjoys uh, and then she's still getting a story before she goes to bed but then that halved our productivity to get through it sometimes there is the well we've done something different instead you might not get a story this evening sometimes it's yeah you know how it works um however we did finish the book um i was pleased uh it's a tough read i don't know how well she will understand it because of how it's written it's written a little ye olde in some ways um through the process of reading the book told her hey did you know that there's a movie uh, I was aware that there were some more recent movies and I've known that there have been movies I think there's an animated one and I think that's it's a story that's been done a few times um, so we decided to do like we'd done with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory finish the book watch the movie I wasn't sure wasn't overly sure how interested she was in doing that however we finished the book Saturday night. Was it Saturday night? Yeah. <clears throat> and she's like, Daddy, I want to watch uh, I want to watch the movie. I was like, Yeah, of course you can watch the movie. So we watched half of it before lunch, the other half after lunch. Um and I just it was something that I experienced whilst watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with her. She'd really enjoyed the book. I'd really enjoyed reading the book to her. I'd enjoyed the experience of having that time and sharing that experience with her. We then watched the film and I spent the, a lot of the time watching her watch that film because for me that was the better part of it. It was an immensely enjoyable for me to watch her watching it because she got so much out of it her face changed with the different emotions that were going through the film and it was like wow this is having such a huge impact on her so again we finished a book we watched a film and again the experience of watching of watching her watch a film that to me was immensely enjoyable um she got she got lots out of it. We compared the book. She knew what was different in the book to the film. Um, she was disappointed in some bits, but was uh, said the other bits were really good. And um, there's there's a big battle in the film that's not in the book. You just sort of you have to make up your own mind on that one. Um, and this is becoming like a new experience for us. Certainly for me, watching somebody else watching a film and getting a lot from it. Um, so I'm looking forward to reading more of those books and I'm looking forward to what there's still another two films another four or five books maybe um, yes something nice 
I uh, added some 3D penning. I'm not entirely sure if this is something that is even remotely interesting. Um, I will just quickly go through. I finished all four sides for the mixer. The next job now is to line them all up against the mixer and see if they are the right size and then it'll be time to join them together. Then it's going to be time to start building the the top, the lid, whatever you want to call it. Um, I did that, so that's ready to go. Uh, I also redid the bat for the Batman logo. Uh, redid it in black and attached it to the what I'd done originally. So now the bat is black. Quite a lot more work to do on that. Um, just going to keep working at it and see and see where that goes uh, but a little update on the on the 3d penning right let's get on to some entertainment stuff um there is a film i'm going to talk about in a minute i've got something else to talk about first uh ah screw it Umming and ahhing whilst I'm trying to make my mind up. Um, so, Breaking Bad, Series 4. That's where we are. Had a bit of a break from watching it, not through any reason other than half term. Um, I don't really watch much on an evening. Uh, my watching's largely done more during the day. Um, so I'd had a bit of a break. Rush bit. Um, it's one of those things. It's Once you pass a certain point in Breaking Bad, it's quite difficult to watch because it's all just a, a steady... quite gradual... gradual... gradual downhill slide to the end and it I, it really does pass a point where there isn't any good left you know like a rise and fall movie has the rise and the fall breaking bad doesn't ever really seem to have the rise it goes up a touch and then it just it's just down down Obviously, by the point we get to series four, it's well and truly on the downward slope. Walter is... Yeah, it feels a bit like he's losing his mind in a lot of ways. Um, Jesse just... I mean, it doesn't seem like he's slept for an entire series, even though you've seen him asleep. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just bad, it's really bad. Obviously it's fantastic to watch, but it's just, it's hard, it's difficult. Um, you know, you're four series in, you're very much well in with these characters. It's hard, you know, it's hard to watch these characters go through what they're going through. Um, so yeah, it's, <laughs> again, I'm going to say it again. It's Breaking Bad. If you haven't watched it by now, you're probably not going to. If you've seen it, you don't need me telling you about it. The, this, this conversation is for the people who are like me at this point in time, who think, do you know something? Breaking Bad was fucking awesome. I fancy watching it again. There. 
Um, I watched a film. Oh, God, I watched a film. Oh, man, I watched a film. Ugh. Right, I need to get the name. I've got the name, but it, the name of this film is... a. It's about a week long, which might give you an idea of which film I'm talking about. Oh, that's interesting. Oh no, it's on right. Okay, the film I watched is Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harlequin. So, do you know how I keep having these real difficulties with reviewing stuff bad because I feel it gives a real bad impression of something? The Birds of Prey movie could possibly be one of, if not the, worst film I have ever seen. And I paid £5.50 to rent that film. I honestly wanted my money back and some. I wanted them to pay me £15 refund because there's a possibility that I might have bought that film that's the kind of refund I wanted from watching that film and paying £5.50 to rent it I'd seen reviews and the reviews were solid 7 out of 10 reviews you guys know me I love 7 out of 10 7 out of 10 is my 10 out of 10 you guys know this. Solid 7 out of 10. I'd seen trailers. I'd, I'd heard stuff. Oh, you know, it really does really does set aside the mistakes from Suicide Squad. You know, Harley's the best character. Da, 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 da. It's possibly the worst film I've ever seen. It's, it's awful. Now, one thing I will say about these reviews that I do for you guys. Uh, I reviewed this film to podcast alum Luke. <laughs> do you know what he said when I said it was possibly the worst film I'd ever seen and talked at length about how awful that film is? Oh, I might still buy it. Alright, okay. So my reviews mean very little to a lot of people. Uh, so that's good. Um, I have issue with Ewan McGregor. Never used to. Uh, Trainspotting, fantastic. Shallow Grave, fantastic. Ewan McGregor, fantastic. Then... He had a tiny, tiny role in a little, low-budget, unknown movie called The Phantom Menace. And he played a character that we had never heard of called Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he was fucking awful. And I mean, he was one of the worst things about that film. And that's saying something. He then continued to portray that character as one of the worst portrayals of any character that's ever been. 
I said categorically that man should have been put in prison for his role in those films, his portrayal of that character, his acting, absolutely everything. It was criminal and he should have he should have been put in prison for it because of how criminal it was. And I don't think I've ever forgiven him for it. Until the Harley Quinn movie. Because he's the bad guy. He plays Black Mask. Unknown character to a lot of people, but not unknown to me. I know who Black Mask is. I know what he's about. Cool. He played Black Mask. And he made his portrayal of Obi-Wan Kenobi look like Oscar-worthy material. Every single time he was on the screen, it made me want it to turn the film off and fire it into the sun. It's the worst portrayal of anybody ever. It's awful. It's terrible. It's horrific. It made me question life it seeing that on the screen we're having to watch it felt like what i imagine going through the center of a black hole feels like you know every portrayal of any time anybody's ever gone through a black hole that is what watching that film and that portrayal of that character was as for the rest, uh, I think uh, Leanne's review of the film was it was soulless. She said that she just couldn't care about any aspect of it. She had no feelings, strong feelings about it one way or the other. It was awful. Um, one of the things that I found very telling was that right at the end when the credits rolled, it said it was produced by Margot Robbie. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. I have said that Suicide Squad could very well be the worst film ever made. I feel like I owe Suicide Squad an apology. I actually wanted to go back and watch Suicide Squad as a, as a palate cleanser from having seen the Harley Quinn film. It's one of the worst things I've ever had to endure. I wanted to turn it off pretty much every minute, but I'd paid for it. Um... And it was like, you know, it's movie night and you got to sit through it. Sometimes you got to sit through a bad one. This was that time. And it wasn't a bad one. It was, it was the worst one. The portrayal of Huntress. Uh, the only highlighting thing about that was the fact that it was played by the woman that played Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim. It took me a while to get that one. Um, it was awful it was awful don't take my word for it why don't you rent it and watch it for yourself and then contact me and tell me how wrong I am about how terrible that film is I feel like I need I it, I felt like I needed to wash my soul 
after I'd seen it. Whilst I was watching it as well. So. I've been playing a couple of games. Um, you guys know I was playing The Last of Us. After I finished Divinity, I was playing The Last of Us. Just wanted something to play that I knew I could play, that I could play reasonably easily in a lot of ways. Um, and in pre preparation for The Last of Us 2. I've been enjoying it. But not as much as I used to. I've played this game a multitude of times. I've played it back to back. Three, maybe even four times. When it came out. I owned it on the PS3. I own it on the PS4. Um, you know, I, I can't speak highly enough. I couldn't speak highly enough about this game. Um, in hindsight, it's touch linear. Um, the story's great. Uh, but it does feel like you're playing a movie. Um, there's been I've played up to a point where there's been a seasonal change, so it's autumn now. So you know jackets and things like that. And I've just reached a new area. I've uh, got a new weapon whilst entering that area. Um, so yeah, The Last of Us. It's fine, but I think I'm starting to see the flaws. It's obviously quite an old game at this point. It must be five years old, because it originally came out on the last generation. Um, so, yeah, when did that come out? distracting sorry um, so Leanne bought a game for the PS4 now I don't want to be the guy that goes we all know what that means that means really she bought me a game because there's a distinct difference um, I you know there are times that you would be like I bought you a game but this wasn't one of those times. This was, I bought a game that is on the PS4. That meant that I might get the opportunity to play it. Uh, as it is, that, uh, that has been the case. Leanne bought the game Man Eater. Just letting that sink in. So, I know what you're thinking. Oh Jesus, you bought the shark game. Yeah, yeah, she bought the shark game. She played it. Um, there are mechanics that are difficult for her to be able to do because she doesn't play games the, the, as much or the way I play games and she plays certain types of games and those types of games are different to these types of games. So she played for a bit, she struggled with it and that was that. Uh, she was like, you can play this. So I've been playing it since. I've been playing it for about three days maybe. Um, I'm... I'm kind of in, I'm kind of really enjoying it. Um, I think originally it was like thirty-five quid. I think she found it for thirty quid and she bought it. It's as simple as that. I agree with that choice. Um, 
You know, if they'd have wanted 50 quid for it, no. Again, the 35 quid is pushing it. 30 pounds, cool. At this point in time, that is definitely a 30 pound game. It's different. I can't I can't say this enough to people. It's different. Like your players are shark. The objective is to eat fish and later people and alligators and other sharks and so on and so forth. There are challenge elements, there are looking for collectibles, there are things like that. You start as a baby, you develop uh, once you've leveled up a bit, you turn into a teenager. Last night, I leveled up enough to become an adult. I've got electric teeth. I've got a tiger skin that gives me various perks. I've got health benefits. I've got sonar abilities. There are interesting things you can level up. I've leveled up the sonar ability to its max. Um... Eating certain fish gives you certain things. You can get mutagens, because I believe further down the line you can start to mutate yourself. There are so many things that I haven't unlocked in this game, and like I say, I've recently reached adult. Um, it's fun. How many times do I need to say the phrase? It's not enough fun in the world. It's not enough fun in the gaming world, that's for sure. There's not enough games in the gaming world. That's the other thing. Honestly. I am enjoying it. I don't know how long that's going to go on for. I've heard reviews that say that it gets quite repetitive. And there have been points where I've felt a little bit like it's been repetitive in some ways. But I am enjoying it right at this moment in time. I'll keep you updated. That's how that works. Um, yeah. VR-wise, um, just been doing the boxing and I've been playing Sorrento. Me and my eldest were going to play Moss again. We just didn't get any time to do that. Uh, time just escapes and you've always got so much that you want to get done. Um, yeah, that's about, that's about all I can tell you on that one, I'm afraid. Um, I am using the VR every day, but it's the same stuff. Um, so, there you go. Um, I didn't run on Saturday like I normally would. Leanne's dad came over, so we did like a social distancing thing with the girls. Went to the park, obviously you can't go in the park, but the park's got a massive grass area around it, so played in the grass area, took football, stuff like that, it was good. Um, I'm trying to complete the mile route in one go, I'm getting close but not quite close enough, I'm hoping to be able to do it in one go fairly soon. Um, weighing myself today, lost weight again, uh, that's two or three weeks running, two maybe, um, but it's, 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 it's a in some ways a fair amount of weight to have lost uh, in other ways it's not because I weigh loads um, still working out is that a surprise to anybody at this point in time uh, I'm going to have to assess what I'm going to do about my gym membership because the gyms are going to open again I believe in July 
I can do quite a lot at home, but I think ultimately it comes down to the fact that I can't do everything. So, yeah, um, it is what it is. I am looking at increasing the weight that I'm lifting. Uh, I haven't done yet, which I should have done really, because uh, I can't easily access the other weights. Uh, but I'm going to make a concerted effort to grab uh, more weight. I can see the weights, so that's a start. Um, yeah, you know, it's definitely time to increase. I've uh, I've managed to increase to the point that I can do 20 press-ups in one go. The objective has been to try and get as low as possible uh, and to do them as slow as possible. Or if I'm honest, I'm not getting as low as I could and they're not as slow as they could, but I am doing 20 in one go. Uh, did Joe Wicks on Friday. Um, that was alright. Uh, I can't be doing with some of the getting down on the floor things, so I substitute them for other stuff. Um, still, you know, it's still it's still working out. It's still exercise. Um, but sometimes I just do like a little substitution. Um, so yeah, that's kind of it. I, I you know. I'm sorry that the podcast started on such down. I, I ummed and ahed whether to say something, but it, it, it's a big thing for me. Um, I'm sorry about, you know, other things. Sometimes I get a little bit cryptic, but there, uh, there's only so much stuff I can say about so many things. Um, one thing I will say is keep an eye out on the website for upcoming things that might be coming along. I've some stuff that I'm going to give a test run to, and then once I've tested them, they might wing their way in your direction, available for orders and the like. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, it was another whirlwind podcast. Um, but yeah, until next time, I'm going to say bye. there we go another one done and another one gone what do you think to that one any good cool youtube watchers make sure you're subscribing because that's uh that's the right thing to do it's the kind thing to do and you're a kind person so there everybody jump over to cookiecast.com check us out over there send us some social media love send us an email if you do i'll read it out on air and uh yeah just check us out over there That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.